It's October 26th, 2014. It's my half birthday. I am looking at the Golden Gate Bridge and a series of beautiful waves crashing in. It kind of feels like coming full circle. I made it. Um, I fucking made it, miraculously. And miraculously, I made it to Oakland after being in the Sequoia Mountains. And before that, I was in Death Valley. And as I was leaving Central Valley, kind of in the foothills of the Sequoia Mountains, I pulled into a gas station. And I realized that there were four little threads hanging my or what was left of my clutch cable together. I realized there were only four strands of wire out of around 40 that were still holding together my clutch cable and I was still around 300 miles away from San Francisco. And I decided to risk it. And so I rode as fast as I could and shifted as few times as possible. Only shifted up to get into fifth gear and get on the highway shifted down once to get gas realized okay there's only two left hanging it together got duct tape shifted back up got on the highway pulled into my friend Sam and Heather's place and turned off the bike looked at the clutch cable and saw there was only one strand of wire hanging it together with the duct tape that I had gotten really miraculous and it was one of those moments where I was like you know what I'm gonna go for it I'm gonna take the risk I'm gonna make this happen and now about five days later I'm a little bit more rested I'm a little bit more clear-headed but I'm still overwhelmed about the fact that I am currently at the Pacific Ocean thinking how I started three months ago out in Maine and got as far east as I could onto Vinyl Haven Island and was doing an audio recording of what I was hoping to call forth. I was calling forth in the tides there on the east coast, try to bring in some, some love and some light and some clarity, some compassion, some empathy, also some wisdom some better understanding of myself and how I felt felt about my father's death and when I was on the east coast I was calling forth certain things and I was trying to let go of certain things with the tides and seeing the power of the tides and now as the waves crash it reminds me of how lucky and fortunate and privileged I have been over these past three weeks three months really soaking in about how much of a blessing it is to be afforded the time and energy and opportunity to just delve into the dark waters and see what's happening in those currents. Um, And now I'm on the Pacific and I made it across the country. I traveled, I think, somewhere between five and six thousand miles zigzagging across North America meeting some of the most courageous and insightful and thoughtful men I've ever met, 
experiencing the power of guardian angels, people find, or finding me rather, um, serendipitously to help me understand more about my bike and work through and fix it. And it was just such an absolute blessing. And I've been thinking in my head, oh man, I gotta, you know, get to the ocean, go ocean to ocean, sea to shining sea, crossing America from sea to shining sea. There's something beautiful about that. Woody Guthrie would be proud, you know? And um, it's really humbling and exciting to, to have made it. And I'm not sure what is in store for the next part of this chapter, this book, um, this adventure. But I think that this chapter I should bring to a celebratory note in that I made it. I conducted 11 interviews. They were all beautiful. They were all insightful. They were all humbling. Um, and I feel so lucky to have been able to sit with these men and look in their eyes, see their courage, see some of the pain that they were navigating, and learn from them. Learn how to, how have they navigated their life after their father's death? How have they approached their own healing process? And all along the while, I've gotten happier, I've gotten healthier um, in my mind. And people are asking, you know, how was it? What's going on? How are you feeling? And I guess the only thing I do know is that everything is non-trivial that I've been going through. And that this journey has just been simply non-trivial. Um, it's been easy at times. It's been hard at times. Um, but the easy parts had a lot of weight. The hard parts had even more weight. And I don't recall doing anything this long that had such a high demand um, from my mind, from my heart, and from my body. So it's kind of, right now, I'm, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted. Um, I crave a home. I crave stability. I crave a bed. I crave a kitchen. I crave the opportunity to just be grounded, have uh, nowhere to go. The opportunity to listen to all these interviews and see what I am gleaning from them now, looking at them as the aggregate, and being able to try to take time and figure out what it is that I want to do for the next chapter. It's heavy. It's a lot going on. and um, But I'm, I feel really grateful. Um, and there's everything's kind of been going at a really high tenor high pitch um, and I need to kind of ratchet it down and as I look back over these three months I think about the opportunity to see New York for what it was for me and appreciate my seven years living there and be able to walk away and move forward into this new chapter and rolling out of New York and then heading south meeting Lou going in Baltimore and then going up to Maine and having some disappointments hoping I was going to conduct some interviews not being able to then kind of turning all that around and then serendipitously meeting 
some good friends, getting introduced to a new friend, an amazing lover, who I've been thinking about the whole trip um, and wondering what that means for me. And just trying to really assess so much. And I guess I'm certainly worried about what's going to happen next. If I'm going to live up to these stories and insights and create something powerful and beautiful and useful for people. I'm certainly worried about whether or not uh, I'm going to have a career, (laughs) have some stability. I'm worried if I should uh, move on the East Coast, move to Maine, which feels like might be the right long-term investment but I'm not sure if I'm there yet and it's also tied in with a woman which I think is probably not wise for me to move for a woman in this point in my life and I'm worried if I'm going to have the opportunities to continue this project and be able to continue to meet other men and how do I get there how do I fund it Um, so many questions But the good news is that I made it through this chapter and I got to just take everything one step and one decision and one movement at a time and that's what's happening. I feel so lucky that I've done this and feel really appreciative of all those who have supported me. In three months, I stayed only in two motel rooms, (laughs) two nights. uh, Three months, I spent only two nights in a motel room. Mostly stayed with friends all over the country and camped in beautiful, fascinating places and been afforded a great opportunity and I want to continue making the most of it. So, I'm here in the bay feels really good in many ways it feels like I should stick around not sure too damn finicky we'll see boy I wish I had some kind of pearls of clarity and insight and wisdom and stuff I just don't I'm kind of overwhelmed about being here I made it there's a woman right now um wearing um a bra and she has her big baby belly she's probably like six seven months pregnant wearing a white dress and it's kind of fitting uh it's inspiring celebrating the excitement and happiness of love and children and uh you know i definitely am thinking a lot and forgiving a lot and working a lot on forgiving my father and also forgiving myself and giving myself permission to feel anger about what happened, but also give myself permission to um, take more risks. Don't need to do the human rights work. Don't need to prioritize working on behalf of others. Might be time to just keep delving into what I need to do. So everything's a blessing. All right. I'm going to roll. Love and light.